Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for May 28, 2021. I'm James Lee. Each week, we look at the most recent events and trends related to data security and privacy. Most weeks, we focus on some threat to privacy or a new cybersecurity risk. This week, though, we're going to focus on something unusual. Solutions to the seemingly endless race against cybercriminals. In Macbeth, Shakespeare wrote, Come what may, time and the hour runs through the roughest day. Without question, the last six months have been rough on companies, governments, and individuals as identity scams and cyber attacks have captured headlines and disrupted lives. From companies most people have never heard of, like SolarWinds and Excellion, to household names like Microsoft and Peloton, along with critical infrastructure organizations like Colonial Pipeline and the respected Scripps Health System, organizations and institutions alike have been on the wrong side of data and security breaches. However, federal officials have announced a series of actions that privacy and cybersecurity experts are praising as both needed and welcome changes to the way the federal government approaches cybersecurity. And because the U.S. government purchases billions of dollars in IT products and services each year, the private sector, including individual consumers, will also benefit. There are seven key actions in the new Executive Order on Improving the Nation's Cybersecurity. We don't have time to go into all seven on this podcast, so let's focus on two of the most important provisions, establishing a Cyber Safety Review Board and removing barriers to sharing threat information. The best news is we already have a model in other areas that we know works. So here's, here's what I mean. Southwest Airlines Flight 1380 was climbing through 32,000 feet on the morning of April 17, 2018. At approximately 11.03 a.m., fan blade number 13 in the left engine shattered due to a previously undetected stress fracture. A 12-inch section weighing 6.825 pounds and a 2-inch section of a fan blade weighing 0.65 pounds separated from the rest of the fan blade assembly. The result was an uncontained failure of the jet engine. Now, we know all of this because the National Transportation Safety Board, or NTSB, publishes their findings so the public and industry can benefit from the knowledge gained in accident investigations. This decades-old information sharing model has resulted in the safest form of transportation on the planet. According to the National Safety Council, the odds in 2019 of you dying while walking were 1 in 543. The odds of dying in a plane crash? So low as to not even be measurable. So what are the odds of a company suffering a cyber attack? It's not a matter of if, but rather how many times, how frequently, and if the attack succeeds. A 2017 study by the University of Maryland claims an attack occurs every 39 seconds. Yet, despite that near-constant level of cyber threats, There is no NTSB-style body to find and share the root causes of cyber incursions and the ways to prevent future attacks. That is, until now. Federal agencies have been instructed to find the legal barriers that prevent the sharing of information about data and security breaches and get rid of them. The Homeland Security Secretary 
is to form a panel of public and private sector experts to determine how cyber criminals were able to infiltrate the SolarWinds software used by key government agencies and nearly every Fortune 500 company. That same group is to convene any time there is a significant cyber threat, just like the NTSB does. Later in the year, federal agencies and the companies that sell hardware to the government and software will have to adopt strict new quality control standards. Because the same companies that sell technology to Uncle Sam also sell products to consumers and businesses, the overall level of quality and security will rise for every use and every one. If you have questions about how to keep your personal information secure, visit idtheftcenter.org, where you'll find helpful tips. You can also sign up to receive our regular email updates on identity scams and compromises, and download our latest report on how identity crimes impact individuals. If you think you've been the victim of an identity crime or a data breach and you need help figuring out what to do next, you can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. And coming in June, you can chat after hours, weekends, and on holidays with our new automated chatbot, Vivian. Just visit idtheftcenter.org to get started. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Weekly Breach Breakdown. Thanks for listening.